0: John Copenhagen and Al Warren heard on
3: KCB 106.5 FM Los Angeles 102.3 FM Riverside and
4: 1050 AM Palm Springs. Welcome back into the show show, and today we have a special guest. We have a couple, actually. Uh, returning, of course, is uh, Rick Caratash, and he's uh, helping me because he's uh, written a song, and we've got this uh, great singer, Adrian Christian. How are you doing, both you guys?
5: Hey, Alan, thank you so much. Um, thank you for having me on. It's really, really great of you, and uh, of course, thanks to, to Rick who who um, who introduced us.
6: Yes, thanks for having me on. Again, I'm going to uh yeah. i we're gonna uh <laughs> yeah. talk about it, the wonderful singer, yeah. singer and uh have a good time.
4: <laughs> well you know, actually first. So uh how do how does someone like, like you guys, how do you guys collaborate? How does this start? Um and and how do you know that you can give a song to someone like Adrian and go that he'll like it and, and work works out? Like where does that all begin?
6: You
5: wanna go first, uh Rick?
6: All right. Yeah, um, well, I, I had done a video to the original version of the song and Adrian was actually an actor in the video. Um, and he liked the song so much that he when he was recording his Christmas CD down in Nashville, he asked or he, he said, I would love to record this song. I'm like, I would love to have you record the song because he's a great singer. I have his uh, EP, a song for you. Um, and I've heard him sing live in church and it sings even better live than I'm or as good, if not better live. So I was like very excited for him to say, I would like to record it. So it really came out of, you know, me doing kind of a version of the song and a video and then him liking it enough to record it. And, um, and then I guess, Adrian, you can tell a little bit about how you did that in Nashville and, and all that. But yeah, I remember the day you said when we were on the set of the video shooting the video, um, that, uh, I, I think I may record this song. And I was like, That was
5: like, I wasn't going to tell that story. I was going to, (laughs) I was going to say that we were right atop of the smoky Rob, uh, smoky mountains out in, out in Tennessee. And we, we looked at, we looked at each other. I said, Sudrick. And you said, yeah, Adrian. And I said, you know, that midnight will be clear would be an awesome song to record. Don't you think? And you said, you said, my partner, I think, I think you're, I reckon you're right. And that's exactly how I think it happened. But yeah. no. Except what happened are New York was- if you don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that his version, um, you know, uh, Rick, uh, Sudi so has a, uh, a catalog of songs as a songwriter. And um and there's there are gems in there that I'm like I haven't even begun to scratch. Um, and we became friends over the period of a year, year and a half, and when we met we were both about to release I uh, was releasing the CD. He was releasing his first uh, his book, Rainbow Relatives, and so we we uh, a friendship uh, struck, uh, a genuine friendship. And then, um, and you know, we were very much in common. You know, East Coasters, New York, uh, uh, both came here for the same reasons to Los Angeles. And then, um, and then this song. He had a couple of songs that he was doing these short films for, but he wanted to make a video for Midnight Will Be Clear. As a short uh for film festivals, and he it got admitted and um, um, and recognized by by uh some film festivals so then so I, I so I shot you know background for it, but upon working on it, I said to him i got I would love to record this and he said i'd be honored and 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 I, sure enough true to true to form I kept my promise because uh I was recording two albums, one being a Christmas album. And um, there would be two originals, this one and another. And um, so I was in Nashville at the beginning of the year already recording it. And, um, and then of course, um, when I got back home, the lockdown happened. And, and so the album is still in process for 2021, but Midnight Will Be Clear was ready was like ready in the can, ready to go. It was, it kind of like manifested itself so easily because it was really, uh, it wrote itself and it recorded itself. And the difference I think people ask is that his version is a songwriter's version, like a demo. And it has um, leanings towards, in my mind, in my mind, towards Phil Spector Christmas album. Like it had some of the feeling of the Ronettes and, the and, and crystals and the girl groups and that kind of thing. And mine with my voice, it just, it just lent itself to country. It just kind of went there.
4: What do you, what do you look for in a song? Uh, you know, is it, is it something that it says? Is it, is it like a feeling, um, a melody? Like what is it that, that, will catch you and go this is it
5: there's there has to be i mean i don't look for like the most commercial things but there has to be an intangible thing of like oh there's something there's something magical in here there's something in there and it and it has to feel authentic like real um not just manufactured and formulaic so um although there are times when you know one can do um certain things that are formulaic to R and B or Pop or whatever, that's okay. But but the but the song, the foundation has gotta be real to begin with. So this was this rung really, really real to me and it spoke to me in such a deep way because I'd never you know I'd never heard um Alan uh a song, a Christmas song that spoke about being sober. That spoke about Um, you know, uh, to the recovery community, someone who, you know, who dried up and stopped drinking. And then suddenly, you know, so this man, you know, became sober and he's about to have the best Christmas of his life because now he can see clearly. So that to me was original. Like I had never heard a Christmas song like that. I don't think anyone here has. So, and yet I've never had a drink and Uh, and Rick is not a drinker and and so I'll
6: drink uh, drink to that right um, no I drink on occasion (laughs) any occasion no but
5: it was not that kind of a it wasn't like you don't have to have the experience of a song to sing it just like you don't have to have the experience of a a life uh, tragedy to act it as an actor you have to draw upon things to be able to do it. And this being a story song, you know, it just, again, it lent itself to being country. So it, so it had, it just, it just shot at me. Like it it's, I I heard it and I thought, Adrian, this is your song. This can't be anybody else's song. Rick uh, wrote it, but I, but he honored me with being the first recording artist to officially Release it. And I felt a little bit like Tina Turner when she did Proud Mary. You know, she always believed it was hers. Mm.
6: You know, she has has natural legs, sorry, but. but. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well.
4: (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Nothing like that. Uh, You'll have to work on that.
5: Uh, I will. but, But Tina and I are both Sagittarius, so we got that
4: going on. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Better be good. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I just, but I just wondered. So you know, because as a writer, I, I, you, you kind of have to do that. How do you, how do you get inside um, to make it real? Because you were saying, okay, so you don't really drink. It's not really an issue. Alan, you
5: I love this question. I love this question because I'll never forget um, the day we recorded it, and we shot some pictures for you know while I was recording. In Nashville, it was a cold winter day. And I was in the booth and I just thought, you know, you have to, you have to, um, you have to live up to, uh, the material you have to, um, you have to serve the music. Like you have to actually, I I took it very seriously because I knew that this was important and I knew this was going to affect a lot of people and you draw upon your own experiences. And I had had the experience of, you know, I've been to an Al-Anon meeting. I've, um, I've dated, uh, or had relationship with people who, um, drank a lot. Um, and, and, and I've, I've been close enough to the experience to understand what some, and I walked away actually, (laughs) I haven't talked about this, but I walked away from a relationship because of it. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, there was some of that, but I, I, even though I don't drink, I do understand addiction in the sense of I would be a horrible drinker. If I drank, I wouldn't be able to handle it. There are people who can and, and I know I can't because, you know, I'm crazy already. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't need icebreakers. So, um, as you can tell, I can't stop talking, but. It- <laughs> but that was but but there are things that you draw upon in your life, just as an actor, for me i I had to put myself in it, and I could feel the text, the literal text, the words rick 's words, and i didn 't want to fudge it i didn 't want to do too much to it because it was already there I, I thought of it as precious to be honest beautiful what, song
4: what, what started you on this journey into um... Doing music.
5: I think that the whole thing has been like everything that I do has been about healing. And and music is a, a real strong part of that. So when I was six years old, I told my mother I was on a mission. And uh and I started singing when I was seven, but my family didn't know for a year. I was singing in, in school and then in church. And um and so, you know, and then I professionally got my start at 13 as an actor and then sang in nightclubs at age 15. I was underage and nobody knew. Um, so I was doing this kind of stuff because uh, I knew early on that this is what what I needed to do. It, it, it spoke to me. And also, I also, as a, as, a, as a kid, I always felt some kind of closeness to God. I could hear. I could feel a presence that was bigger than me. And I felt like this was my calling, if you will.
4: Well, that's interesting. So so, how did you know when it was time to pursue it? I mean, you know, you start as a young, young, youngster and you're working your way through it and you're feeling it. But how did you what was that point that you had the confidence To actually go with it and, and you're, you're basically putting your life on, on this, like you're putting it on, on the line in a sense. You're, you're going, okay, this is what I'm going to do. But there has to be a turning point there where you're going, yeah, this is, this is what I am.
5: Pretty amazing. Um, so many things running through my mind, being a kid, trying so many times and failing and doing my first concert at 21, 700 people showing up, um, always trying and, and never getting it quite right and, and stumbling upon, you know, doing all the, the small rinky dink bars um, and and you know, trying out your material, just like a comedian, trying out their material in clubs in front of strangers and, and falling flat on your face. And, and, uh, but you know, there's something in you and you're the only one that knows it, but people don't really see it yet because until you really believe in yourself and until you really believe that, that this is exactly where you belong, because I never believed it. I never believed I belonged. I was trying for all these years. I, I, I tried to audition to high school performing arts in New York and I was rejected because I had, we had moved over to New Jersey. And, um, so there were so many, um, you have to have failure, you have to endure failure and you have to extrapolate the lessons from all of those things. And then, um, so I had, a. Oof, i was in the hospital um nearly like dying and uh, uh, anemia um, malnutrition you name it i was just i was just like gone i was and and i had ran myself to the ground in 2012 because i um didn't love myself and so i just i just as much as i i think all of those years i was doing it because I wanted someone to acknowledge me and I wanted the external to love me. And at that point I was in the hospital. I was at Cedar sinai for three weeks. And from that experience, I had this interaction, this experience, this, this, this enlightened experience with God. And, um, I realized that none of that mattered that I could forgive everyone that harmed me. And, And I didn't die. And in that moment, I realized that, okay, if I'm alive, I've gotta do everything that I really set out to do with no fear. And at that point, point, things started happening. And what's crazy is that, I was gonna give you the other version of the story, which is that I had a record deal on the table in New York in the, in, you know, uh, like some years ago and, you know, over a decade ago and they wanted me to be straight. And I being a gay male was unwilling to be in the closet. Um, and so, so I walked away from the deal, came to LA, uh, found some churches that were inclusive of the LGBT community. And then um, in that 10 year period, the Supreme Court ruled on gay marriage and that was another shift. That was a shift that also... Um, because because suddenly everybody wanted to work with me. Suddenly the doors were opening after that. And my producer, I met my producer, and we it just all started falling into place. So part of it was, the best answer I can give you is that I had to love myself, but part of it also was that the world had to be ready for me.
4: Well, and how does that happen? Like, you, you're doing country music and right. and that is traditionally um you know a conservative sort of, yeah well it, you know it's it's i want to say redneck but i don't because i mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be what it, what i mean is in general it's it's not the it doesn't go along with um being gay or the gay lifestyle so true how, how um, you- and you
5: know Billy Gilman who's gay um, you know when he was a kid he had a hit record but now he's an adult and out of the closet out you know out gay and and he doesn't have a career um, I know friends that were rejected by the recording industry for being gay uh, Billy Porter was one of them friend of mine um, and and look at him he's the first out gay person to win the Emmy for best actor Um so
6: it, Times gonna,
5: they are yeah. a changin'. What were you gonna say, Rick?
6: Well, in Nashville, yeah, it's very hard to even still to be gay and out and open. Because Shelley right. Wright also was, you know, came out of the closet, and, and, and you know, there are still. It's a lot not of- the
5: same career, exactly. However, however, I don't think that my sexuality is the focus of my career, and so I don't think it matters in in my case because I'm not you know, waving a flag and pushing the issue. I'm just living my life, and people honestly care less and less these days. It's like Darius Rucker, who is black, and, that, you know, there was a time when you never saw a black person doing country music,
6: Except right? Except
5: <laughs> That's right, that's right, that's right. But you see the exception, the Sammy Davis Juniors of the world. And so, um, so what's breaking ground is that country music seems to be the true American music and that there is now infusion of difference that hip hop and R&B has made its way into country. And you are seeing artists, you know, when you see artists like Carrie Underwood with with um, Keith Urban doing a song that sounds like an R&B kind of song, you know, there's something when you see a uh, hip hop artist, you know, who went viral on TikTok and he has um, got the number one record on country um, and he's black and young and, and, and the kids don't care. And this is what I'm saying is that there's a shift happening. You know, times there are changing, you know, they, it's happening
4: yeah but there's you know uh, in the u s especially Um yes. there's, there's the last four years has been a huge back yes right there's yes. been a hu- huge pushback and if anything right. uh, people are really uh, divided, they like to call each other names, and it's, it's so there's there's going to be a resistance to that to 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 you in a sense of your representing and if you make make it real big or the bigger you make it in your career, the more of a pushback there will be from the opposition. Does that, you understand what I'm saying, right?
5: I completely understand because there's a pendulum and it swings one way and then it swings the other way. In the last four years, especially what I really found that got revealed more than anything was how racist we all already were or at least prejudices and how the country has been more racist than they let on. In other words, they've always been, you know, I believe that, that people have always felt this way, this divided way. And it's only being revealed because there was a, there was a catalyst who in uh, 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 a, a channel that was opened for them to really come out and be this way. It was happening, you know, black people have, and I have black in my family. I'm Puerto Rican and um and so black people have always felt this way of like imagine you're growing up and you don't see any programming on tv really or movies where you know you watch things shows like friends and there's not a black or spanish person in there and they're they're in new york you know you wonder what and we wonder why they feel so disenfranchised and on the outside because There's no inclusivity. And then when you see a black show, it's a black show, you know, and the world is not like that. So so what I'm saying is that is that this this is true. Hatred will always um, be be there. And um, and my job is not to decide how other people feel. My job is to not give a shit. I don't know if I can get that on air, but my, (laughs) my job is to be myself as authentically and people can take me or not, but it's not me. That's up for judgment. It's my work. I hope that people will look at my work. And I think that my work really um, takes center stage. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, that's okay. I know people who say, You know, oh, I'm not crazy about Cher's politics, but I love Cher. That kind of thing. It's like you don't have to, you know, I'm not asking people to like me. I'm just asking to to be able to have a place in this world like everybody else and have my work out there. And Rick and I are doing works that, you know, speak to reflecting real life, uh, you know, all people.
4: Well I think that's true I, I I look at it that way myself, yeah, um, because there is backlash to 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 the yeah. show, but you know you just got to look forward and pay attention, yeah I'm to like bring it go.
5: on you know it's okay. you could say whatever you want to say. I go on social media, and people you know over the last four years have said all kinds of things, and people you know it doesn't matter' bit, you know you could say anything when you 're hiding behind a computer with a fake name and no no picture i mean you could you could do that and and troll anybody but but the truth is is that. I'm I'm standing with my face my name my reputation and I speak truth to my truth and um and I'm and 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 I have uh tried to um you know encourage people to see other views but I'm not there to change people's minds cuz people already decided where they were they already decided Who they were going to vote for in twenty sixteen and twenty twenty? They you you know you either are a person who cares about the human race and others, or you are a person who only cares about yourself.
4: So, with all of this going on around, uh, this is this is an everyday life. Everything you know, you the social media, you turn on the TV, you turn on the news. Everywhere you go, there's there's been a lot of tension. To throw in COVID and everything else in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 my opinion is that you, you are singing from your heart. It's very important to you to get something across to people. So that's how I feel. But does does all of this outside stuff affect the way you? I don't know. Inflect what you let absorb into you as you do these songs.
5: No, because. Um because i 'm an artist first, and what I feel is um i'm reflecting off of what's out there in terms of reporting i'm reporting life human experiences like midnight will be clear about this man who went through this thing so i'm I'm telling the story as a narrator, and i'm being compassionate towards this person in the song and I'm, and this is a real life kind of situation. So I'm reflecting that, but I'm not allowing um, trends, for instance, or, um, oh my goodness, you know, uh, you know uh, what people want or the packaging. Look, I told you the record label wanted me to play straight. They wanted me to do a music video with girls and thongs and all that, and I wasn't going to do it.
4: <laughs> what, you, you and know? the thong or them? <laughs>
5: Them. <laughs> I, if it was me, Nathanga, I would have said okay. But, but no, I I just feel like, um, I mean, I don't have, I don't have anything against women. I love women. I think women are beautiful. I think women are beautiful naked. I have no issues with women like that. It's just that it wasn't real. It was, you know, the, how many artists have you seen over the years? that were packaged and manufactured. One, you, know, you get a Britney Spears who becomes really popular and then 10 Britney clones come on afterwards. The music industry is like that. They try to, you know, they, they run something, a trend to the ground because it's all money. But what happened was the internet came. And when the internet came, it it knocked down the music industry big time. And And then indie artists like myself, could afford to do our thing and be ourselves. We didn't have to be polished and packaged by, you know, by the big record label. So that that's that was a good change. It's harder to get, you know, to get the big masses and numbers, but at least I can live with myself, you know.
4: Yeah, it's real. What do you what do you suggest to someone who is let's say in your shoes 10 years Younger and yes. they, they are, they're, they're kind of not sure what to do. I, I mean, because the music business has changed. It's way different now than it was in the 80s and 90s and, and, and the days of how people get their music. So, what do you suggest to someone that's young, that's starting out and they, they, they're serious about being into a career of music and singing and that? Where would you, what would you tell them for advice?
5: Get in. Um get into acting no i was going to say um <laughs> i would say really get um get a lot of nas- vast i was when i was 14 years old someone said this to me he was a mentor and he said to me um learn the history learn everything about it learn everything because things things uh go in circles and they happen over and over and over again it it doesn't matter uh, how many changes it happens, but the, but the basic thing remains the same, is that you still have to have the goods, you still have to hone your craft, you still have to work at it, you still have to have discipline. It's a lot of hard work. And the truth is to the kids, and I just said this the other day, you know, I know a lot of kids that want to just do it and boom, they make it. And, you know, I'm interested in a career, not just a hit, but it, it doesn't happen that way. It takes time. It takes time to really be good. See, my thing was I was doing all of that. I was in clubs. I was. I had a, a dance record that hit the top forty in Chicago um, some years ago. That's what caught the attention of this big record label, Sony. It
6: was.
1: Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 to get 20 20 I bet you get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch
2: 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full turns at mintmobile.com
5: don't need records at the time and um And all of that was great and it was experience, but you, in order to, all I really wanted, you know, at one point I stopped wanting to be famous and I started wanting to be good. So, you know, you could, you could do a quick thing. You could do a quick, you know, whatever you could do a Miley Cyrus with the foam finger, or you could do whatever, (laughs) you know, you could do a stunt, but that's just, it comes and it goes. Right. But what's lasting is. Does the song stand the test of time, and is there really something there that people want to come back to see you live and perform again and again? And ultimately, it it takes work and time, and it takes being a little older to do that. So, you know, you know, I'm not too because things like Nicki Minaj and all that they 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 come and they go you know, and I'm not knocking her, you know, she's done tremendously well for herself. You know, these people break ground with, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, Cardi B is from the Bronx, just like I'm from the Bronx. And, you know, I'm always proud when someone else breaks out and breaks through because it means that we have diversity. It's all good. It's just that in order to really, you know, um, you know, are you a personality or are you a singer? Or are you an, an artist, a musician? You know, so for me, it's always been about the work. And that's what I think it's important that kids know, that they distinguish the difference.
4: Well, What do you think about people like, okay, because when you say that, um, how about someone like, uh, like Madonna? Okay. Uh, who's who's um, survived, really, since the '80s and still right. does well, and you know, as people would say, reinvent. One thing that I do notice is she goes and takes guitar lessons or singing lessons. Yeah, she's doing things, which is a good thing. But what do you so? What do you think about musicians like that? Like, where do where do you stand?
5: Another thing that kids should understand: don't think that you've done it and it's all over. Like the, the fact that she went out and got guitar lessons and she's like, okay, what now? You know, her last album, which I have not heard, but I understand that she has nothing to prove to anyone because there is no industry the way there used to be. She could afford to record however she wanted to. And so, you know, to she's kind of acting out of her heart right now um, is what I understand. What's interesting about Madonna to me is that she came onto the scene and she broke through something for women that women were not allowed to do before, which was to have the permission to be sexual, have their sexuality and in their music and in performance without asking for permission, um, to, to, to assume the, the dominant role that men have had So she was working in a man's world and she was able to break through in that way and own her sexuality through her music and performance costume all that. So that was, that was wonderful because no one had broken that until her. And so, and, and also, but also kids have to know she's a songwriter. She wrote songs. She had something to say. She wanted equality, you know, um, and you go through you go through your trials and she went through all that what i could say about some of those people from that era is sometimes you're famous and you get stuck on the thing you became famous for and then you never move forward at least she moved forward you know and and then she you know um, i love bitch i'm a uh, bitch on Madonna. I love that song. Um, and she had all these artists on and she knows how to collaborate with Missy Elliott. And, and she knows how to continue on. And she has a massive base. So it's all good whatever she does at this point, even though, you know, um, I haven't been excited about anything new of hers, but I love what she did.
4: So who are your influences then? Who who do you draw from or who inspires you? there are
5: so many people that I look to for different reasons in terms of recording. When we did, um, my EP and we recorded all consuming fire in the studio, the craftsmanship, the, 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 the creating the music, I paid a lot of attention to Karen and Richard Carpenter. Um, I paid attention to people like that who really had lush arrangements and how they, you know, Neil Diamond also had orchestrations, symphonic kind of arrangements for, you know, pop rock songs and some of them being, you know, like Holly Holy, some of them being, you know, a bit gospel, you know, touch of that too. So Donna Summer, you know, um, was to me an amazing artist. Um, Cher is um, someone who took a long time to find her musical voice, but she's always been like the greatest cabaret star of all time, you know, and meaning that on stage concert live, she, she's a master she's a masterclass in, in that. Um, I'm, I'm a pop singer first and foremost, but all of the, you know, country music, we have Dolly Parton, we have Crystal Gale, we have, um, uh, so many, um, and relevant country artists that you hear about now, Reba McIntyre, I loved. Um, I, I can listen to, um, I can listen to, um, you know, Blake Shelton or, uh, like I said, Keith Urban earlier. Um, I can listen to a lot of these guys. Um, but there's some others, like Juice Newton, people we haven't heard of, like there's some obscure things that I love, you know? So I, I draw upon everything. Um, there's just so many, I, I have, uh, a great, I have a complete Beatles collection, um, of a vinyl, uh, mono box. I have, I have Fleetwood Mac, I can go on and on. My record collection is is incredibly diverse. I, I listen to records. I listen to vinyl.
4: Yeah, I hear Rick's got mono too, so.
6: <laughs> Actually, you know, I did have mono when I was like 30. Everybody gets mono when they're like a teenager in high school. I got it when I was like freaking 30.
5: Rick, my- Rick, everyone doesn't get mono. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you.
4: <laughs> well, that's a music. Yeah, everybody gets it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that online.
5: I was wow. listening to the show that with Rick uh, the other day, and I was thinking to myself, like he was giving all the stories about you know um, uh, about uh, being a caterer, and <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys. I wanted to, I wanted to jump in on that show so badly, but go ahead.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's a character. So he um, truly is.
6: Some people say I'm a card. Some people say I'm a
4: deck. Oh. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so where do you, wh- playing live, now that COVID's out and all this has been happening this last year, I'd imagine a lot of your live shows are just not happening. So uh, do you really like playing live? Is live more important to you than even recording? Or where do you feel?
5: It isn't more important. It's a part of the process because when you asked earlier about like, does Outside influence what you do when you're creating. My live performances give me a gauge as to if I'm connecting, you know, if I'm really making a connection. So, in that way, I care about live, and also, you know, we have such a great time, and it's an experience, a shared experience, like a spiritual experience when singing live. Um, But uh, I was fortunate that. At the top of 2020, I was recording. I'm doing so much recording that, and I've been working. You know, we mixed and mastered. Midnight will be clear virtually. We did it over, you know, over FaceTime. So it was not. Um, but I had the vocals already done, and, and 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 I'm in one room by myself. You know, and then there's, you know, and then and then there's Kevin. Kevin Leach. A shout out to my producer who is. Amazing um and gifted uh, a young guy, young cat who by the way, he didn't care about this gay thing. he was just like, What what? he just made no sense. kids don't get this thing that we're talking about, but we are we grew up in a time when you know you could be you could lose your job for being gay, you know it was not long ago and and people didn't want to appear in the pride march because um, because they would be found out, you know, things like that. People like I said, Billy Porter, he lost he lost a record deal uh, he with A and M Records. I'm, I'm I'm naming names right now, but it happened, and so people are different now, but they don't realize what people sacrificed for us to have some of these freedoms it's trickling slow but it's it is happening it's not the same as it was you know i wouldn't be able to be here talking to you i couldn't get a phone call returned well yeah (laughs) exactly thank you alan
4: (laughs) no that's well how do you how do you do you you find it hard to to meet people now um that you're recording and you're sort of, this is a career for you and you're sort of a, a, in the, in the spotlight, people see you, they, they know you. And how do you, um, how do you know who you can trust people? And, and when you interact with people.
5: Wow. You know, Rick, Alan asks questions. Nobody asks. Um,
4: I
6: know.
5: <laughs> amazing. Um, well, I, um, if we're talking about being single, I, I have a hobby. I'm married. Um, and and he is the sweetest, the most amazing man. Um, when we when we met, I was I was out, coming out of my truth from that experience that I had had. So when my life had changed and everything shifted, everything changed after that. By the way, that hospital experience, everything changed, and that's when everything started. And I had given up wanting to meet anyone. I thought, okay, I can be single, my mom's coming around, my mom's around, and I could be, I have friends, dinner parties, you know, I could, um, um, you know, uh, dinner parties, whoever says that anymore. Um, but I, you know, and I would be happy, you know, movie nights and stuff like that. Um, as far as people, yes, um, people have come and gone, people come around, and you could tell after a while, You're if you're around long enough, you realize when people are really there because of you or not, I, I can, I've gotten better at it. So, um, but yeah, I have met quite a few characters over my time who um, were around because they thought something was happening, but then my career took so long to happen that they just dropped by the wayside. Now, now it's like I'm getting hot and now people are suddenly calling me Ah, No, Bye. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, have yeah, the old don 't you remember me i 'm like who who you know
6: i 'm not here <laughs> <Remember that song? laughs>
4: I mean, I
5: really really give chances to people like I really feel like you know I understand, but it 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 speaks more about them and i and I always kind of say to myself, okay, I can trust a person until you realize they can 't be trusted, and some people have their limitation and it that's okay. That's all they know. This is a huge subject. It's like, you know, why do people hurt you? Well, you allow yourself to be hurt and you allow yourself to be hurt because, you know, you're letting someone else have the power to hurt you. So for me, it's really that if they, um you know, I, I've come to realize that and this goes into family and therapy and goodness, Alan, I'm going to have to lay down some so I can (laughs) talk about my, but, um, but, but this is really like, I've come to understanding with my family, for instance, perfect example is that they only knew what they knew and their limitation was on how they understood things. They couldn't understand my experience and I've been able to love my family as they are, and I know that there are limitations to that. There are boundaries, so you set boundaries, but I'm able to still be okay with them.
4: Well, and isn't that part of it anyway? Because even even myself, you know, there's people mm-hmm. when you look at your family, um, when, as soon as you go home, you're still the son you're still the younger brother or you know what I mean they'll I, I don't know that they'll ever look mm-hmm. at you as something different I don't know because I still feel very um um I feel like the baby of the family if I'm around any of my family now
5: Do You know what I, mean? I had a conversation with my sister I'm the baby also um okay. of four and I had a conversation with my sister uh Mary happy birthday uh, yesterday and she she was she said some really nice, sweet things uh, about midnight will be clear she said she said, "Wow, all those years like you really learned how to record because she had heard me when I was bad she you know that 's the thing the, your family knows you when you 're in your diapers and you got snots running out of your nose you know right, right. so it, so so to see you in a different light and see people respecting you." They may not be used to that, true, but she said to me, she was so sweet, she, would say, she said, like, you really learned, like, you really, like, all those years that, she knows that I worked for a long time for it. It's not that she's, like, my biggest fan or anything, but she gave me some props, you know, Like, and, and I was just like, wow, and, and she said, and it's really good, and, I, and she says to me, and this is the first song I recorded that she says, she says, I had to hear it over and over. I have to hear it over and over. And people are saying that about Midnight Will Be Clear. So the thing is that, um, you know, and then my other sister, uh, Eliana, she and I had a conversation a few days ago, and and she kind of still sees me like when I was 18, you know, and she's older, and she sees me like that. And so when she saw uh, the cover shot for Midnight Will Be Clear and heard it, she was stunned. She was stunned. But she still thinks of me as 18. And you know, people people are wherever they are. You know, that's that's, you know. Well, you only look here. eighteen. I do my best. I tell <laughs> you, it's because it ain't pretty sometimes.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. But um, <laughs> wow! So uh, so um, now, um, how does how does it come out? Like the, the single is out now, and the album yes. comes out when?
5: Next Christmas. Next next uh, Thanksgiving.
4: Oh, okay, so how do people- I wanted to
5: have a single out now for this holiday, and also when the pandemic came, I mean midnight will be clear was it initially a song about you know this man and the story about him coming to the best Christmas, but when the pandemic came, it took on a new meaning, and it seemed like the right song to come out now for people who have been feeling so down and out over this uh, lockdown and over the coronavirus, the COVID-19, um, this, this tragic crisis and, and, and people we've lost and, and all of those things that are happening right now, it's like, we need relief. And there's been so much in the news cycle, all the noise uh, every day is the same, same thing. It's like, it's like a soap opera. It's like 20 minutes later. I mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, later that afternoon, it's the same story. And so, and and months have passed and it's still later that afternoon. So, um, so that's what's happening in the news cycle. And people are just so, um, at their, at, at, you know, overwhelmed with this, that they need relief and, and, and we, and entertainment, I think has a lot of value, especially again, a song like this, that's healing. And it just, Brings up a good feeling, not an artificial Christmas feeling of let's go and buy, buy, buy at Macy's, but no, it's like a, a song that just makes you feel good. And, and people needed this right now. So, and what, what we've gone through this year. So I'm so happy that we were able to release it right now for this Christmas, because this Christmas after the election happened will be the best one in a long time. Then just like the song says.
4: How do you, how do you how do people pick up your music now? Um, I guess on iTunes and do you have a website?
5: Yeah, it's everywhere and uh, AdrianChristian.com. You could get it. Everywhere it's everywhere under the sun. You you pick up my pillow; it's there. Uh, it's wow. everywhere.
6: <laughs> it's
5: well, everywhere. It, uh, and iTunes, and I,
6: Spotify, yeah.
5: Yes, Amazon, Amazon for and Android users go to Amazon. It's on Spotify. Um, but buy it, support it, because you know. I mean, it's a dollar. It's ninety nine cents. So I mean, like buy it and support it. Have it on your phone. Let it lift your spirit when you're laying down at night. Listen to it. I mean, I. I Uh, people are watching it on YouTube, um, a lot now. It's getting a lot of views right now. Um, so it's really, um, it's in i I'm just rocked out about it. It's amazing blessing and I'm just thrilled that I was able to, I mean, Rick and I are doing a lot of different projects together. Um, you know, we have something coming in January that, uh, in late January, um, that, uh, for another song, um, so that's going to be fun, too. And music video, that's going to come out.
4: What's it, what's it like working with Rick? I mean, because he's a professional stripper and performer. I mean, well,
5: that's I- what he did. And I said, no, no, Rick, put your clothes back on. Please. Not, not on this video. Um, so, you know, he's so used to it, you know, him and his song, you know. Yeah. But, um, no, uh, he, he is, he's a professional. Are you kidding? He's a trooper. He's, he's, he's the biggest trooper. That's the truth you know he'll truthful. i don't mean to gush but you know it's you- could, i gotta pretend he's not here, but he really is um um i i feel like uh, we were um you know meant we were meant it's just really i'm just really thankful for him and i i love working with him i mean everybody loves working with Rick.
4: It must well. be hard, but right now because of the um with COVID and all that, you can't. Except do it in his person. husband, but you know Yeah, well. <laughs> well then I mean plus, you know, he's he's in the old age home, right too, so you can't go there.
5: <laughs> That's it, Alan. We're coming after you. After this
6: epidemic, we're coming at for you. At my age at my age, the only exercise <laughs> I get is jogging. At my age, I
5: tell you, I'm really jogging I my that memory.
6: Age. That's the only
5: exercise. I love I get. that Adrian question and his song. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. no, um he's uh you know we you know some people are meant to do it forever and it no matter how old we get we're going to be doing this. There's just no there's no stopping us. You can't even stop it.
4: Oh, I guess yeah. And you know, you do what you love and, uh, and the world's a much easier place in the sense of of doing things uh now than it was even 20 years ago, too.
5: Isn't it amazing that we can well, not everyone has the luxury of doing what they love. You know, some people putting food on the table is so difficult they can't get a job. Some people don't really know exactly why their their what their purpose is. So it's, I, I, I don't take this for granted. I don't take this for granted. And also, my doors were shut for so many years. So I don't take for granted that I have this opportunity right now and that I'm doing stuff that people love. And so... I people are liking the song. I'm thrilled to pieces about it and um and I just really feel so so blessed. Um so so it's so so to be able to do what we love is a a great it's a great thing and I'm so thankful every single day. I, I say, thank you, God. I have a gratitude journal that I keep on my Facebook page, which you can, you know, go to com and you can link to all my links there. But on Facebook, I keep a daily and I'm on day number 1399 or something, 95, and days of gratitude and and throughout, throughout this time, I got the, the EP made. I, I, I started recording all this stuff. My, my life changed just by being grateful for what I have.
4: Your phone was ringing. Is that Madonna? Did you put her yeah. on
5: hold? If it's Madonna, tell her. Um, I just uh, did it on my watch. I just, because I, just, I don't know where hold. the phone is.
4: You put her on well, hold? My God.
5: Well, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, she can wear <laughs>
5: I mean Rick and I have a hit record. She's got to wait for us. Yeah.
4: Yeah. She's she's in line now. She wants to work with you, see?
5: yeah yeah would I work with her? um, I don't know, I don't know I mean, those things it's like Rick and I those things have to come organically in the right in the right song, the right kind of um vibe, the right feeling although i would I would kill to you work would with Sharon
6: with her in a second come on
5: with Cher, yeah, no, with Sharon with Dolly definitely okay.
4: yeah, but even 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 Madonna in the sense that she's a she's a hard worker and she's. Something in her mind.
5: You know, now that you say that, I did love what she did with Justin Timberlake. I, I did say, love Four Minutes. was great. I'm gonna write I would do a song like that five with minutes
6: her. to Save the World. I'm
4: writing it right now. <laughs> yeah, get on that. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Well, These it, days
5: it's 60 seconds.
4: Yeah. It, well, it's certainly been a pleasure. You're a lot of fun. and uh, Thank you. We will have your website and uh, your song up on ours as well, so people one click and they can pick it up. And
5: Alan, thank you for playing the song. Thank you for letting your listeners hear it, and thank you for um, supporting us and uh, and and for having us on. And you know, I wish your listeners a merry Christmas, a really safe, safe christmas and time to be very careful because it's it's been so difficult but know for them to know that they are loved and um and i love them for um listening to our song and to support it and and i want to just say thank you to all of them and to
4: you well thank you our guest has been adrian christian
3: It's Christmas Eve in the past He would go to midnight mass He'd sing songs of praise With chin on his breath His mind in the haze Not a day went by He didn't need to get higher the Taste of each drink As sweet as the sound of the choir his favorite song of the season is always. Pretty- said, Lord, help me, please. As soon as you did, he felt peace in his soul. shows from our archive please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com
5: show's over for now
3: was it as good for you as it was for me well good night this has been a production of something weird media I'll be back
0: you've been listening to the house of mystery radio show to find out more about our guests hosts